thermal bridging. This is 7 Minutes of BS. Building Science. I'm Dan Morrison, editor of Pro Tradecraft. A thermal bridge uh, is an area of the building enclosure, whether it be the walls or roof or foundation. And that's Jonathan Smeagol of RDH Building Science Labs in Waterloo, Ontario. That has significantly higher heat flow than intended. There's areas or components of the wall assembly that transfer the heat quicker than the insulation around it. For example, if we had a R20 fiberglass bat, which everybody's familiar with, in a wood stud wall, we'd get approximately an effective R value of R15, not the R20 that the insulation says it performs as. Even though the insulation goes to work every day, the studs undermine it. And so that's because the heat isn't actually flowing through the insulation, it's flowing through the higher conductivity components. Especially if you use metal studs. Wood has an R value of about R1 per inch. Metal studs have an R value of like a millionth of an R per mile. As a comparison, if you put R20 bat into a steel stud wall, you get an effective R value of approximately R4. Remembering back to our grade school number lines, four is less than 20. The math behind heat loss is not quite as easy as R value suggests, and we'll talk about that in a future episode. But for now, we'll say that insulation between the framing doesn't stop all the heat flow through a wall, floor, or roof assembly. And this always happens when you have structural components that pass through the insulation. Okay, call off the search. We found the weakest link. Structural components refuse to play nice with insulation. And it's not just a play date problem. It's a problem for builders and remodelers who are just trying to do their job. Because we're getting Getting building building codes codes that are saying you need to meet an effective R value of R20 instead of installing R20 bats and achieving an effective R value of R15. So you cannot look at the package and pretend you're getting R20 when you install the insulation. But it's not just about meeting the code. The other reasons it matters is the energy bills are going to be higher when you have heat loss uh, through the thermal bridging of the wall assembly. Energy prices tend to go up. So an investment in using less energy is an investment that pays bigger dividends every year. It is especially good for older people who are on fixed incomes and want to control costs. Turns out, though, that energy movement through thermal bridges can cause water damage, too. Because thermal bridging inside the enclosure can lead to cold spots. And you can have condensation and moisture accumulation. You can see this on ceiling joists, sometimes in rooms below attics, in the form of staining or... Uh, aesthetic issues on both the interior and exterior. It happens when moisture condenses on the cold spot and sucks up to dust. And then you get ghosting of the particular uh, structural members. And you can see it on your neighbor's houses too. You can get them on both the interior and the exterior. It used to just be a hobby of energy nerds to look at people's roofs in the winter and mutter thermal bridging under their breath. But nowadays, mainstream trades peeps can join the fun. As energy codes progress, the energy rating index targets will likely get more aggressive and cold studs will become a bigger slice of the problematic pie. Fortunately for us, deep energy true believers have been building and remodeling for a while, so there's quite a track record of what works and what doesn't. Probably the two most common ways of dealing with thermal bridging are thick stud walls. Double stud walls. Where we have essentially two framed walls, an interior framed wall and an exterior framed wall, so the framing isn't connected all the way through. 
And then we fill that space, whether it be 10, 11, 12 inches with insulation. Uh, often it can be blown in bad or dense packed cellulose. And that way, none of the framing members are continuous in the wall assembly. However, houses are made of more than just walls. In those cases, we typically still have floor joists and other structural parts that go from the interior to the exterior. Spray foaming the rim joist will add air sealing and R-value, but it will not eliminate the thermal bridge for every floor joist telegraphing through the rim. But we definitely reduce the, the amount of thermal bridging. And it will stop moisture from reaching the rim better than insulation that doesn't air seal as part of the package. The other technique that reduces thermal bridging is a continuous insulation, a CI approach. Effectively wrapping the bones of the house in a blanket of insulation. Where we put exterior insulation on the uh, outside of the building, outside of the structure. So that the bones remain at a consistent temperature through the seasonal shifts. None of the structure reaches the exterior and reduces the thermal bridging from the interior to the exterior in that way. But you still need to fasten the roofing and siding through the foam to the house. There's a couple of ways to do that too. For typical asphalt shingle roofs, you can put a layer of roof sheathing, either OSB or plywood, over the foam and proceed as normal. A metal roof could be fastened into furring strips laid horizontally across the roof. Walls are similar. If you want cedar shingles on the walls, you have to skin them with sheathing. If you're doing lap siding or panel siding, you can screw one by furring strips into the studs through the foam as a solid backing for the siding. With the exterior insulation, usually the only thermal bridges are the fasteners that fasten the cladding or the strapping through from the outside of the building to the structure. Adding furring strips to the roof or walls also adds a vented airspace to the assembly, which promotes drying and stops BMR. That stands for Bugs, Mold, and Rot, and it's how we'll end the very first seven minutes of BS Podcast. I'm Dan Morrison, urging you to remember, you get paid for what you do and what you know. You can only do so much, but information is infinite. Learn more with Pro Tradecraft.